Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. Dave. How are you? Hello, Joe. Ah, bit behind. Time is off. Yes, I'm. Did you say how am I? I was getting there. Yeah. Oh, very well, actually. Yeah. Built lead up to Christmas, isn't it? It is. Kind of. It's that wonderful time of the year. The weather outside is frightful. So that's not a very nice line, is it, in, this, in that song? And, you know, another one that really upsets me was on the radio the <laughs> other day. It you. It's, it's upsetting. You were, you were crying. It's a, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Yeah, but they put that in to, to, to get people's back up, didn't they? Did they? Because that's, the, as they're saying, that's how people think. Oh shit! I better send money because I actually don't want to. Just it send to... us your fucking money. Yeah. All we want is your fucking money. Otherwise, you're going to see the Boomtown Rats perform again and again. Nobody wants that. Yeah. So just send your money in. Yeah. Are they still taking it? Uh... Or is Africa sorted now? <laughs> yeah, mostly. Good. Yeah. Because it's been a while, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Chinese have invested in. Africa I think the heavily, government. So it's fine. The government are divvying it out fairly. And uh, you can rely on that. Mm. So that's the main thing. Mm. Yeah. That's why we don't have any boats crossing the channel, isn't it? Yeah, and that's yeah. why there's Bob Geldof's out of a job now. Is it? What's he do now? Guys, retired. Yeah. Mm. He's re- retired. Re- <laughs> and the other one, the little one from... Uh, <laughs> what's... Uh, hmm? Vienna. Him. Him? What's it? Mid-year. Mid-year. Mid-year, yeah. yeah. From Ultravox. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. God, my knowledge of... 80s shit pop is one hit wonders right on it's, yeah it's like your football shirt numbers really isn't it considering I wasn't barely around then not even close hey Dave yeah I've got a little intro bit for you oh I thought that was it oh yeah I mean this is the intro hit me with your intro stick so an Australian man has broken a world record really yeah for being for doing for the world's loudest burp oh god that's that is gross mm yeah. How how do they measure? I mean, with a, how do they measure it at the time? Because it would have just happened, or has he has he worked up to this? He has he? F- yes, he has. Just drinking loads of fizzy drinks. Well, I don't know his 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 liquid uh, preparation, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what about his solid preparation? Yeah. Well, no, in Australia, it might be solid. A, uh, can of Castle Main Four X? Maybe we'll do it for him. That'll do it, mate. Yeah, yeah, might. Uh, but no, they've recorded it on a decibel. Uh, Oh, right, Meter. so is it accurate then? Absolutely. I can tell you the exact decibels. And you are, you're an expert in sound, uh, aren't you? Well, quite, quite. Yeah. Yes. M- uh, some might even say an engineer of sound. Uh, yes, usually the two two words. Some might. Otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Neville Sharp. Neville. Neville Nev, Sharp. Big Nev. Has made history by registering a incredibly loud 112.4 decibel belch. That's... Amazing, but also disgusting. So the decibel is a weird measurement, right? So I'm going to give you some some uh, context for how loud that is. Right? Okay, yeah. So long exposure to sounds above 85 decibels uh, is harmful, right? right? So that's where if long exposure to you know a lawnmower, for example, it's going to be right harmful, next to your ear, right? Yeah, a lawnmower quite far away from you might be registering about 85 decibels, or the Hoover in your house might be around sort of 85 decibels, right? But equivalent sounds to his belch of 112.4 decibels would be a chainsaw being right next to a chainsaw, right? Yeah. A leaf blower. You're right. Or a snowmobile. <laughs> or a snow. Or a s- <laughs> okay. <laughs> All things you have in your garage. Yeah, yeah. I've got an odd garage, me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for the, the you know, uh, 
post-apocalyptic snow future that we're snow looking at. Snow battles. Yeah, yeah. The day after tomorrow, basically. You wait till I clean these leaves. I'm going to get on this snowmobile and ch- cut your head Just off my chainsaw. Kill all the zombies. You zombie yeah, yeah. bastard. So a burp of, of equivalent uh, volume to a leaf blower or a snowmobile. That's, that's, uh, that, yeah. That's... Oh. He spent five years preparing in order to... Five years? <laughs> No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean preparing? Just <laughs> drinking, drinking, holding back the burp? Maybe, or or just building up the That's muscles not good for you, to though. like push it really hard when he knows it's coming. Because you can kind of feel it coming, can't you? You can push it. You yeah, but it's ex- not something you can practice, is it? Uh, well, yeah, it is. I think clearly, it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in order to perfect the strength and noise level of his burp, his wife insisted that he should attempt to break the record in order to show off his unique talent. Talent, yeah, talent. Loose and fast with the word talent. Yes, there. talented. Very talented. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. I wonder what the loudest fart is. Oh. Would that we, be louder than Bert, wouldn't should it? Should we go for it? I'll live on Round the Back? No, absolutely not. Should, this is you a, know how we did the Middle Names World this Cup? This is a confined space with no windows that are open, should, so <laughs> let's not do that. We should, we should, I think, do a whole episode where we go for the Guinness World Record. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I would switch off for something like that. Mm, mm. It's not my cup of tea. I, mm. I find all that quite coarse. Okay, well. All, this, all the toilet humour is not for me. Here's this week's headlines with me, Adam Sandler. And me, Paul McCartney. <laughs> Kim Jong-un cracks down on leather coats so people can't copy his style. Hey, <laughs> who'd wanna? Woman breastfed cat on plane and refused to stop as horrified passengers watched on. <laughs> yes, very good. Uh, more on that later. American, <laughs> man, <laughs> American man pulled out AK-47 after being told his pizza would take 10 minutes. That is a long time. Yeah, yeah fair enough. It's not fast food. Yeah. Surgeon fined after amputating wrong leg of patient. <laughs> Just a fine. Yeah. <laughs> Italian volleyball player scammed into believing he was dating Brazilian model for 15 years. Oh, uh, Jimmy Carr mistaken for Alan Carr on a train. <laughs> and those uh, are your headlines for this week with me, Adam Sandler. And me, Paul McCartney. Yeah, very, very nice. nice. <laughs> News. Uh, and that's that's your headlines. Uh, would you like to go first with your story? Or yeah, I got some juicy... Oh, I don't mind going for it if you want. Got some juicy, juicy news for you. Juicy news. Yeah, this is from... Um, the website Wales Online, as in the country, or the animal. The 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 country. The yes. country. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because of the spelling, it's Wales, not Wales. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Although Welsh people might might well Quails. say Wales, Wales, which is wrong because mm. there's no H. Technically, there's no H or there's no H. Is any pronunciation wrong though, David? That's what you should be asking your fine self. Yes. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. Headline from Wales Online. Bomb squad caught a man with World War II mortar stuck in rectum. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just trying to process that. I know. So he's A, he's got a World War II mortar. Yes. B, it's clearly not deactivated because the bomb squad are called. Sure. And C, he's chosen that as the item to insert. Well, I don't we don't know that he inserted it. I could have it could have happily Any, it, it could have been an accident happened to have some yes. axle grease on it and he fell on it have you read this already i have not a <laughs> um, bomb disposal squad was sent to a hospital following reports a man had got a world war 2 explosive shell stuck in his rectum officials have confirmed a team from the explosive ordnance disposal regiment 
that's the EOD regiment, and they actually were, funny enough, based at a uh, military base that I was uh, based at. Okay. Well, from my military, I haven't mentioned I was in the military. You mentioned you're in the army. I don't yeah. think I'm, I wasn't in the army. No, you weren't. Yeah, yeah. you what? Yeah, EOD. They were there. <laughs> Got nothing but good things to say about them. Great, that's lovely. I'm glad. We um, the that explosive up. ordnance disposal regiment. I can talk about that on another podcast. Maybe Dave's uh, military history corner. Okay, like yeah, I like, like listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, although a lot of it I wouldn't be able to talk about, would I? Because of the. Particularly that one thing. All the photos of me have got the black line across my eyes. Yeah. A lot yeah. of the documents are redacted as yeah, well, aren't they? From the, my days in the Super Army Soldiers. Yes, yes. With Ross. So the EOD uh, attended the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital in Gloucester. Uh, it's a good place for the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital, yeah. I find. Not in. After yeah. being notified by police that a patient had presented. With a munition in his rectum. Okay, so <laughs> presented. How, so is this? They scan him and they go, "Hmm, that looks like a, a mortar." No, I just think he went into the A and E arse first. Right. Yeah. Just, I've got look. <laughs> they a, just see a firing pin. I have a the... munition in my rectum. Can you not see? <laughs> Blues. What's his surname? Ponsonby. I think he's got one of those curly moustaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The MOD said we can confirm an army explosive ordnance disposal team was called out to Gloucestershire at the request of local. Police, a spokesperson for Gloucestershire Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust, said, We can confirm that the police and explosive ordnance disposal... To- oh, we have to keep saying it. <laughs> EOD attended the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital yesterday. <laughs> Very repetitive. Mm. As, um, as with any incident involving munitions, the relevant safety protocols were followed to ensure that there was no risk to patients, staff or visitors at any time. The explosive is understood to have been a 57mm mortar round. Right. So 57mm. A little, yeah, little love egg. Yeah. 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 Um, used by the Royal Artillery in the Second World War as, uh, as anti-tank rounds. Okay. So they're like... So you yeah, don't, absolutely... don't be thinking of it like a massive, great sort of bomb that's dropped Landmark. out that wouldn't fit up his rectum mm, wouldn't no so so okay so the EOD arrive yeah that's did right. I get my acronym correct yeah absolutely right I yeah, did yeah. Yeah. the EOD arrived to Gloucestershire hospital in Gloucestershire mm-hmm. uh, and they said there's no risk sorry to Gloucestershire anyone. hospital in Gloucester Gloucester sorry uh, which is in Gloucestershire so I wasn't wrong uh, I believe <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> and they said there was no risk to any staff or patients but the bomb squad came to have a look at it just in case but there was no risk mainly because they thought because ar- you know you don't you call the bomb squad when you're not at risk from bombs but they thought the army would love it come and have a cup of tea <laughs> yeah you take some pictures of it yeah um, the patient was a military enthusiast <laughs> sure he, he was very enthusiastic it, particularly that night yeah uh, who tripped and fell onto the 57 oh, millimeter piece no. of army ordnance no, reported no, the no, sun no, no, no. <laughs> a source told the sun this is the Sun uh, newspaper, I assume. The guy said he found the shell when he was having a clear out of his stuff. He said he put it on the floor, then he slipped and fell on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he happened to be butt naked at the time. Uh, well, that's what I mean. So what... Okay, but what... What Did it go through his trousers and pants? <laughs> what do you mean he fell on it? <laughs> I want to see his trousers with a hole and it, with a hole in it. And it's gone... Through, and then I go, okay, yeah, now I believe you. So when people get shot... Yeah, uh, when they were clothed, um, there's there is fragments of of like material in the in the bullet wound. Yeah, right. So even with something f- fired that fast, 
there's still a bit of clothes. So he would there'd definitely be a big bit of like well, fucking it, it's, pants it's and trousers gone up right inside his bum bum. It's gone up with uh, the sort of reverse clothing that he's wearing. So the 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 round this this piece of munition has now got trousers and pants on. Yeah, and gone up his rectum. Right. In a way. <laughs> Um, oh, we've done a lot of stories about things that have gone up people's asses. Yes. And I've got a list, just as a little carry-on to this, of yeah. things that have accidentally got stuck in people's asses. No, not, so these people aren't Are these taking, genuinely accidental? These are genuine. Uh, there were stories about this, but I just... Not or... I just listed them. Courgettes. So these are, these are things that people have had in their ass and claimed it was an accident. Right. Okay? Right. It's quite a long list. I'm going to try and do it in one breath. <laughs> Okay. okay. I feel like I'm doing that song. Okay. Uh, that one of those songs with a list in it, but I won't do it as a song. Right. Okay, ready? <gasps> okay. Are you going to do it like Michael Stipe in The End of the World? As yeah, well? yeah, no. maybe. Bow, bow, da, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mixtape, electric plug, candy cane, gun, bullet, sunglasses, a rubber fist, light bulb, knife, pint glass, vibrator, peanut butter jar, key, spray paint, beer bottle, shampoo bottle, torch, toy car, mobile phone, billiard ball, coffee jar, fork, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Highlights for me. Can I say that's not all in one person? Uh, oh, oh, it's a shame. <laughs> Highlights for me are the other weapons. Gun mm. and knife. Yes. Particularly knife. Yeah. Yeah. Sheathed, I would assume, uh, as in not a condom, but a sheath for the knife. You would, you would hope so. And or it was a maybe it's a butter knife <laughs> or a cheese knife. And Buzz Lightyear, cheese well. knives have those little daggers on. They them, do. They took two little pokers to pick up the cheese. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear, mm. a billiard ball. That was that's tough. Yeah, basically anything that you put inside. This is for public, uh, the public health announcement. This is a public service from, from round the back. Yeah, of yeah. Uh, anything that you insert inside your anus must have some sort of coping or lip on it to then be caught by the outside mm. of... Be caught by the sphincter so it can't mm. go in any further. In actual so fact... So then you can retrieve it or tie a string to well, it. Well, we were talking about this the other night over dinner, weren't we, with our <laughs> with our spouses. Yes. We were saying, just tie a bit tie, tie a bit of string on it. Yeah. Because otherwise yeah. You, you've gone to the point of no return. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um well, it was a lovely evening, wasn't it? The, the point, it was great, yeah, over a risotto. You know. oh, I was going, no, Joe, you're doing it wrong. Tie a bit of string on it here. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, you say the point of no return, but really the point of sort of embarrassing hospital return. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and then it's returned to you. Yes. That's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's your up the bum news. You're welcome. Uh, it's, where was the person from? Gloucester. Gloucester. Around, around that way. <laughs> Gloucester arse. Gloucester Gloucester arse news. Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire arse news. Yeah, the arse, mate. Don't worry about it. Arse. Lovely stuff. Uh, right. So you, one of your headlines, Dave, one of your headlines was that a passenger on a flight was breastfeeding their cat. Yes. Lovely. Yeah. Mm. That's my news story. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. And it's from the Lad Bible. Is it? Lad? You're such a lad. Which I, I believe is a religious publication for sort of men from the age of 18 to 25. You're such a religious lad. Mm. Yeah. Passenger on flight breastfed cat and wouldn't put it back in carrier. <laughs> what, the cat or her? Tit. <laughs> I was going to say teat. Teat in a carrier. medical term. So, like a... Like a, a sort of a bra or a blouse with like two little suitcases on the end of the. Well, no, tits. you can get for breastfeeding people, mainly women. <laughs> you can get the bras with the little, hello, like uh, a peephole. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Oh. Or just use a peephole bra. Mm. Or don't breastfeed your cat on a plane. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, because they don't. Why need is it. a cat on the plane? 
as well. This is another thing I can't really get my head around. Is a cat in a carrier on a plane just want a seat? It must be a domestic. You're not allowed to just take pets on a plane. Stop what you're doing. A woman has apparently been breastfeeding a cat on a plane. Yeah. Well, don't say it like that. That makes it sound seedy. (laughs) A viral screen (laughs) for Grab uh, purportedly shows an aircraft communications addressing and reporting system known as ACARS. Yes. Which is an acronym. Yes. Uh, An ACARS message from Delta Air Flight DL-1360 to Atlanta in the USA. So, yes, it's um, an internal flight, right? Detailing the bizarre occurrence on the plane. The message, seemingly written by the pilot, indicates that the woman refused to put the cat back in its carrier upon request. Mm. So they called for Delta's Redcoat ground team to bring in backup. Backup. Is that just more... Oh, oh, the ground team, right, okay. So just the baggage handlers, As probably. The, the little warlocks that drive around on those weird flat cars. Yes. Is that it? They're called noddies. Noddies, are they? Right. Not the people, the cars. Yeah. The message reads, Request Redcoat meet AC passenger in seat 13A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put cat back in its carrier when flight attendant requested. Rude. That is literally... And there's a screenshot of that message there, Dave. Yes. It use as little words as possible yes breastfeed is quite a long word to put in uh, mm. that sort of message but that you have to you can't just put feed or you can't just put breast because yeah. it won't have the same meaning yeah does <laughs> so you have to be careful stuff you gotta like be that. careful <laughs> yeah you can't say anything yeah, these days can you? <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you see this story uh that's the only evidence of this right so there isn't a picture of the cat breastfeeding i mean that would no. have been funny to see i mean We've all seen people being breastfed, um, babies. Usually. <laughs> Usually. But it would be funny to see a cat doing that, wouldn't it? Uh, yes, uh, for a short period of time. I mean, I'd time. like to see it. <laughs> and not in a sexual way. <laughs> um, the weird thing about it is that there isn't any video footage. I mean, everyone's got a, a high-quality camera on their phone now. Why so isn't there someone taking a video? You think the captain's of... making it up? It could have been a prank, perhaps. Could have been. But I sincerely hope not. It's a bit of a weird prank. Yes. It's not your average Uh, run-of-the-mill... Well, I've heard a lot also about um, drug abuse with pilots. It's kind of troubling. Yeah. uh, Because they do such weird hours, often taking, you know, amphetamines to keep them going and all that. We're just not saying not all pilots are like that. So maybe, no, of course not. Some of them might be. Some of them might not be. That's a good out. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know... Maybe he's tripping balls, uh, you know, nine hours into an 18-hour flight. And uh, he was just imagining his little fantasy of a, a little kitty cat. Just Well, I think don't let him fly planes just for that, if he's imagining things like that. Mm, he shouldn't be yeah. allowed near a plane. Mm, yeah. Or yeah. people. So that, that's, that's my news. That's it, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just disgusting, that's, isn't that's it? It's yeah. So do you think it happened or didn't happen? I think it happened because I want it to have happened. Do you? Mm, just... For purely my mirth and merriment. Well, that's fine then. Yeah. That's no, listen, no one's getting hurt. That's what I thought. The cat's being well fed. You know? It, yes. Um, I know. No further questions. <laughs> Your Honour. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, uh, in fact, the next thing we're going to talk about, Dave, is topical, isn't it? Well, it is. It is hot topical. off the press. It is topical because everyone is, t- and and quite rightly so. Uh, people have it's got people's backs up. Um, yeah, uh, this, you my know, back's really down unless I'm sleeping. I must admit. Yes, not no. We're all like um, cats eyeing up another cat in our territory with our backs in the air and our tails have gone fluffy mm. because uh, 
some people in the government may or may not have been having Christmas parties whilst we were supposed to be not having Christmas. Not only parties, old, but nothing. No Christmas, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Zoom Christmas. Mm. And it uh, turns out they've been having cheese and wine in the uh, 10 Downing Street. Allegedly, mm. but they have. Uh, yeah. Um, Numerous so occasions. It's all in the news. Christmas party this, Christmas party that. Um, so I thought to myself, uh, what about football football teams, Christmas parties? Because there's yeah. been a few over the years. Remember when they went through a, f- a phase of doing fancy dress, didn't they? You used to see them out and about in fancy dress, like the top Premier League players. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't. I mean, Unless I, it was just they. They that was the, that was their clothes. Outrageous suits. I, I yeah, like the Spice Boys and all that. Yeah. I yeah. So I started seeing if there were any um, if there were any history in this. Okay. Any funny stories from football Christmas parties? Turns out there is. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Is Joey Barton involved in one of them? Uh, most likely not in the ones I've got, but but <laughs> definitely. Well yeah, Joey Barton famously put the cigar out on that lad's eye at yeah. a Christmas party. I think it was a Christmas party. Yeah yeah. Um, but that's not really funny so i didn't include that one hard to lampoon it yeah go ahead um chelsea yes uh quite hot possessed manager glenn hoddled but vinnie jones in charge of planning chelsea's christmas party in 1994 is anyone's guess it's a no from me why would you do that the shindig certainly lived up to the midfield hard man's crazy gang persona jones pulled out all of the stops as a with a boozy lock-in a west london pub that featured a unique party game dwarf tossing Ah, okay. Is this where they cover the wall in Velcro and then make the little... I don't man... think they were thinking of his uh, safety, no. Right. The idea was to pick up a dwarf and hurl him as far as you could. A teammate, Tony Cascarino, later recalled. Any any sort of, uh, you know, like bowling? Is there a, like a lane? Just throw or him a... in the air, just throw him as far as you can. Oh, good. Yeah. I had a go. Uh, this is Cascarino, not me. I wasn't there. Right. But I can't remember how I did. They were heavier than expected. <laughs> they. Yeah, I think he means the dwarves. Oh, God. There, were, yeah. there was multiple dwarves there? Well, he says they were heavier than... Oh, yeah. Christ. So I just... They heard, they hired a sort of... A, is it a gaggle of dwarves? No. Is it... <laughs> what? Do, the collective term for dwarves. Yeah. Is it dwarves or midgets? What's the difference? <laughs> Put me on the spot there. <laughs> What's a goblin? <laughs> How long are you going to be, mate? <laughs> um, so there you go. That's uh, Vinnie Jones. Dwarf yeah. tossing. Yeah. Tossing a dwarf. Not tossing off a dwarf. Tossing. Uh, well, that would have been more enjoyable I mean, I for the dwarf. I put it past them to... Huh? No, to have a go. <laughs> and I mean, the dwarf would have enjoyed... Not in front of everyone, though. So multiple dwarves. Right, okay. Yeah, and tossing. Interesting. Newcastle. Oh. The Newcastle squad of 1998-1999. Right. So over two years, because that's how the football season yeah. I think that's why they've done that Yeah, um, took Lad Bantz to a disturbing new level when it came to handing out presents at their Christmas get-together that season midfielder Didi Harman uh, was the not-so-proud uh, recipient of a copy of Adolf, Hitler, Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> while defender <laughs> Alessandro Pistoni was handed a sheep's heart in a jokey jibe at his apparent lack of commitment on the pitch <laughs> uh, that's a bit Godfathery, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it was a joke, Pistoni said. The others had some really funny presents too. Tamuri Kitspire got a hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> and Duncan Ferguson a prison shirt. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, would probably suit him quite well. He was in prison, I think, wasn't he? Well, did he go to prison? Was I, think it that's salt? I think that's why they did it. One yeah. of the many things. That he... Salt or pepper, I don't know. Yeah. Leicester. 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 Yeah. 
The presence of both Dennis Wise and Robbie Savage in Leicester's ranks mm. was always a recipe for disaster, mm-hmm. and that proved to be the case at the Fox's 2001 Christmas party. The tipping point came when Wise presented Savage with the secret Santa gift of a teddy bear in a Leicester shirt with a sex toy attached to it, and a message reading, you're, you're the only prick in a Leicester shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even work, <laughs> does it? Because he's not, because now there's a teddy bear with a a big prick, and he's got a Leicester shirt. So the, do- the it, joke it falls completely really flat. Land. Yeah, it no, doesn't work at all. He hasn't no. thought about it. Right. <laughs> Oddly enough... How does that relate to Christmas, exactly? Um, teddy bear, isn't it? Yeah, oh. Chris- Secret Santa. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oddly enough, Savage didn't take too kindly to the present, and a scuffle ensued. He was quite a sensitive... He is quite a sensitive uh, neurotic yes, soul, yeah. as I understand it. Manager Dave Bassett <laughs> later played down the incident... The players bought each other presents and there was a bit of mickey taking, which was a bit pornographic, Bassett said. <laughs> but that's the way... Sorry, it... a teddy bear with a dildo strapped to it. Wearing a football top, to him, is pornographic. A bit pornographic. Lovely. What porn is he watching? Um... Um, he said, but that's the way it is. When I, was a player at the s- uh, when I was a player, the same sort of thing used to happen at parties. It's a bit of good-hearted mickey taking. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Christmas. Right. me, Dave Bassett and the Leicester team... Dennis was in Robert Savage. Robert. <laughs> Robert. Uh, lovely to have you. Uh, it's great to see you next... Wow! Go on, the Foxes. It's slightly Roy Hodgson as well. It is a bit, yeah. 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 So, yeah, so look, Chris, football teams look. go a bit mad. Everyone goes a bit mad at office parties. Have you had any crazy office parties over the years? I haven't worked in many offices, no, like traditional either, offices, yeah. to be honest with you. But uh, there's been some moments. I'm ac- I can imagine the, the education trade, which you have plied. Mm-hmm. I imagine... They go a bit mental. They're desperate to get off their faces at the end uh, of a and term. And get off with each other's faces, I bet. There's, um, I bet there's a lot of that. But a lot of muck. A lot of muck slinging and all that. It, it's fa- photocopying bottoms <laughs> and uh, getting the boobies out on the dance floor. and um, Keep fantasising. And uh, just drinking. Smutty. Sick, sicking. Yes. Mm. Peeing in lifts. <laughs> All that nonsense. I think you're thinking of Wall Street. Mm, yeah. Peeing on hotel beds. What? Pooing in pillows and throwing them out the window. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, well, I don't yeah. know. I don't, I'm just... I, 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 you, just uh, yeah. mm. Anyway, that's uh, Christmas party stuff for them. Welcome to the Ponsonby Brothers Promotional Product Placement with me, Killian Bainbridge Cantankerous Ponsonby. And me, Chadwell Rosalind Persephone Ponsonby. Sayad Kolasinach, Mesut Ozil and Gabrielle McGurkulich. What do they all have in common? Well, Barry, that's easy. They are all current or former players representing the North London football establishment of Arsenal FC at the shiny new, brand new Highbury. Incorrect, dear boy. Their connection is that they have all been viciously burgled by bat-waving greedy lunatics from the lower classes. Good God, man, how awful. But how could such a nightmare be avoided? Well, Chadwick, that's where N'Golo Kante's and no-go security Kante devices comes in with their smart home security apparatuses. A range of fine home defence products such as... The integrated front door steam spray to remove the assailant's skin. The flamboyant boundary flame wall, discouraging all but the mightiest of humans and animals. The pressure-activated ball-bearing infused pipe bomb, the ultimate in enemy incapacitation. 
Wow, what a range of tongue-twisting terrors to tear up trespassing dykes. True to form from N'Golo Kante's and No-Go Sakura Kante devices. Thank you for listening to another Ponsomy Brothers promotional product placement with me, Vivian Patience Deville Ponsomy. And me, Michael 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 Ponsomy. Good day! Where are they now? So last night, David, I went to the pub. Down the pub. Mm, ah, right. Down the... I went down the pub. Yeah, da- yeah but down the thingy pub. The, you know, the, the, the pub pub. Yeah, the, yeah, you just go to the end of the street, you know. Yeah, I, try, I would dead go to the end of the street. You see the sign. Are you talking about the, your, your new address or your old address? Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> well, you li- they're different places. No, oh, they're close by, though. Yeah, it's a pub. You just go. To, you okay. go, go I went to the pub. You know, like yeah. anywhere, and you go to the pub. Okay. And there's lots of people there, right? Uh, anyway, the the Manchester United game was on oh, against yeah. against a BSC Young Boys. Right. Yes. Okay. Mm. Who's the oldest young boy? Probably their captain. Okay. Yeah. Whose name? You know, is uh, right. Steve. Yeah. Pleasance. Almost. I don't know it. No. But uh, Manchester United thought, oh, we're playing young boys, so we need to play our young boys, right? Oh, that's good, yeah. And they played a very young team, didn't they? Did Qualified they? through to the Champions League uh, last 16 already. Did they? they? So yeah. they didn't need to win, really. Yeah, I heard Which that. Which um, meant that my trip to the pub to watch a good game of football was sort of sacrificed, really, to what looked like an under-11s reserve game. Ah. To be honest. I read somewhere earlier that we were just talking about Robbie Savage. Apparently his son... Mm-hmm. came on as a sub for Manchester United. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Chris Savage or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Master Savage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And apparently on one of the uh, TV stations, mm-hmm. Robbie Savage was commentating and announced his son onto the field. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, what a moment for him. Very nice, yeah. 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 Well, when Phil Jones, <laughs> right, Travelled with the matchday squad to face Chelsea back in the 28th of November, the one-all yeah. draw. Yes. It was for the first time in 650 games. Oh, Was he in the squad or did he just travel with the squad? He he was in the matchday squad. Right. Yeah, so he was on the bench. Okay. Basically. Didn't get on, though. Didn't get on. It was for the it was the first time in 650 games that he made the matchday that's, squad. That's a lot of time. Yes. Yesterday, United fielded a much weakened team against BSC Young Boys, mm. didn't they? And they saw out the group stage in the Champions League. They won it already. They chose to field Nemanja Matic in centre-back. So he didn't get, He didn't even start, Phil no, Jones? No. They had the chance. He wasn't even on the bench. Oh. This was them playing their C team, basically. How, so what, what's he, what is going on I there? I have no idea. Yeah, no idea. He's, he's not injured anymore. Don't think so. He's training. We used to hear from him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, I think he's changed numbers. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, he's not. He's training. I guess. He's travelling. I guess. Still not a looking. Nah. Has he got to go to the... Excuse me, Mr. Mr. Rangnick. Uh, don't know if you know, but I used to play quite a bit for the Manchester United. And I'm only 29. Yes, so. although I look deceivingly... Uh, ugly and old, I am still a young man. Right. 
uh, I can d- defend very well. I will head the ball even if it's on floor. Yeah, don't don't put my name into YouTube. I will head. I will head the ball if it's on floor, on post, in goalie's hand, uh, re- on someone's foot. Yeah, I'll 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 take goal kick with me head. And it's not affected me in any way, Mister. <laughs> Mister. No, sir. Yeah, I can't remember your name. Niam, Niam. And something's happened to me accent. <laughs> I've been hanging out with Johnny Evans. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just thought it was interesting. Where are they now? Well, who fucking knows? Where is he? So is he going to leave? He's got to leave, isn't he? Uh, is he just happy there just to be the water boy? <laughs> He's basically Adam Sandler in the water boy. Isn't Don't he? bring that name into this podcast. It's twice you've done it now. It's true. It's true. You know how I feel about him. He's had his moments. He's, 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 he's yeah, some, but you know. it's, it's personal choice <laughs> that's all i've got for where are they now dave oh it's just where, what, just it should be in. what is he doing 650 now? games and that was a month ago well okay let me just follow let me just um add on to your where are they now yeah we'll play it again and i'll i'll go i can yeah go on remember the <laughs> the leicester team who won the league yes where are they now some of them are still there aren't they i can oh let's name the ones who are still there schmeichel Michael, Mark Albrighton, Vardy, Jamie. Uh, I think that's it, isn't it? I think so. Fuchs, is he still there? I don't think so. No, I think he's moved on. Yeah, carry on. Anyway, uh, I was reading, I was flicking uh, through the uh, just uh, publications and things, mm, and I yes, saw yes. an interview with Wes Morgan. Oh yes, Big yes. Uh, captain, wasn't he? Yes. Of, of the Cap- title winning team. Captain winning, title winning captain. Uh, did he go to Everton or something afterwards? No. No. No, he just retired. Okay. <laughs> um, so he, because there was talk many years ago, and we spoke about it, not many years, a few years ago, about them making a film about Leicester winning the league. Right. Do you remember? And it, there was talk of who was going to play Jamie Vardy. Was it James Corden or James something? James Corden. Ridiculous. No. And then they said it might be that guy from One Direction. I forget his name now. Simon. <laughs> Isn't it? Uh, Gerald. Or Robin or something like that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the, obviously that's come up in this interview and the, the interview being, you know, really just sort of funny. You know, like uh, I, As uh, asked, Wes Morgan, uh, who would play you in the movie um, about Leicester's title winning team? Right. And Wes Morgan uh, has tipped Idris Elba to play him. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Now. I can see that. I've got no issue with this as long as it doesn't happen. <laughs> because it's not realistic. Idris Elba is 49 years old. He's not young. Right? Yeah. So he can't... Idris Elba, don't get me wrong, great actor, lovely looking man, <laughs> can't pass for 30 anymore. I don't think so, no. 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 So all I'm saying is, Wes, get real. Choose someone within your age or younger because this film might not be made for five years' time, by which point Idris Elba would be 54. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and if it's not made for um, ten years' time, he'll be nearly sixty. Mm. All right, so mm. just come on, just uh, there's going to be action scenes of, of of the football and everything. What if he's rubbish? <laughs> I mean, thought about that. Find out who, which actors can play football, then narrow it down. Mm. Okay, do you reckon Usain Bolt will apply to be in this movie playing football? 
No, he's too fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who would he be in the, in the team? I don't know. No. Well, anyway, on uh, based on Wes Morgan's ridiculous suggestion of Idris Elba, <laughs> this is really upset you. I've hasn't it? I've gone right. Okay. Well, let's 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 on that basis, let's choose some other people to play them. So Wes Morgan is played by Idris Elba. Right. Jamie Vardy, I thought could be played by Albert Steptoe from Steptoe and Son. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking Harrison Ford. Yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Right. But he looks like. Uh, Albert Steptoe. Oh, I thought you were just going to do an age thing. And he's about four times his age. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know who I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do, yeah. Come on, Alan. That one. Oh, dirty old man. That yeah, one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought Casper Smichael, why not let him da- let his dad play Casper? <laughs> he's he's 58, <laughs> so, you know, do that. Yeah, yeah it's about the same. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of ran out of ideas after that, so I, f- I picked Christian Fuchs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Austria. Yes. So I was thinking, are there any famous Ooh, Austrian oh. movie stars? Stop I it! Yeah, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold! So I've got some ah, phrases. Ah, I've got some ah. phrases that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger would have to say. Oh, I see. Uh, during the action scenes of what would be a football match as Christian Fuchs. Yeah, okay. So do you want to just read read those out? Oh, there? okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can do that. Yeah, so what he would say stuff like... Get back! Yeah, and also... Man on! Yeah, and... Get rid of it! Yes, and also... Lef, are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Get to the chopper! He wouldn't say that. No, probably not. Well, the the Leicester chairman, owner. Mm. So they're definitely... Why have you mentioned that? (laughs) I shouldn't have put that one in there. They definitely won't... They don't do helicopters at Leicester anymore. Too soon? That is... Yeah, (laughs) I'm regretting it now. (laughs) I didn't even see that one coming, so Sorry that's your that. dirty mind. I'd like to apologise. No, I don't care. But um, yeah, anyway, it just it just annoyed me from a casting point of view. <laughs> I had my casting head on. I think I said no, Wes, no, Wes. Idris Elba will not play you in a movie. Yeah, he's about fifteen years older than you now. Well, he was fifteen old, old fifteen years. He's always fifteen years older than you. That's time. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? that's how time works. It's like when people say, oh. Still, you got that. Uh, you, I got uh, got some catching up to do. You got some catching up to do. Yeah, like, it's not no, going to happen, is it? You still always be that twenty-year difference. Yeah, between us, you dick. Hmm? Not between us. No, not between. We're both in our. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Leicester. Remember them, Leicester. That's where they are now. That's Leicester. where Wes is now. Suggesting silly ideas, a silly sausage. I see. Yes, I see. Well, Dave, it's come that time. <laughs> In other words, shut up. Yeah, it's come that time, Dave. Where I normally do my little bit to sort of wind down to the end of the podcast. I'm hoping it's not too long. What I'm talking I hope about, it's not too long. of course, is seriously actually. Well, don't you fucking hate it, right? When you're out in the middle of the the the, the, the you know in in deep space. Yeah, I hate that. In your mining craft, right? Yeah, you've just done all the mining, right? You've got all the ore in the spaceship and you're on your fucking way home right yeah you're in hypersleep yeah yeah mother wakes you up sticking her oar in doesn't she mother yeah. right wakes you up and you go to the go to the all of you and your crew you go to the cockpit and you look at the map you're thinking the fuck has mother woken us up here for in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah and then your yeah. your mate um sort of looks a bit like uh, uh that actor Ian Holm I think uh he he he's like Oh, there's a distress call from this planet, and you're like, "Oh shit!" And and one of you's like, "Oh, why do we give a fuck about that?" And then the captain's like, "No, shut up! It's in your contract. We have to go and check it out. All right?" And you're like, "Fine, fucking hell!" 
So you go down, you go to you go, and, go and land on this, uh, yeah. and uh, you just oh yeah, the distress beacon's over there, right? Oh, but the landing craft is fucked. We'll have to wait here for ages and ages. You know, oh how no, long? how long? Hours? Oh, maybe I thought you, even. I thought you said might like days. Maybe even a space day. Who Which knows? Is... Uh, hours. <laughs> and and so you go off off your Todd, you and a couple of mates, and you go, oh shit, look over the horizon. That's where the distress beacon is from. It's from a crashed spaceship. Right. Oh, never seen that before. I still don't know. Hey, look, there's a big hole in the side of it. Let's go and check it out. Not really into sci-fi. And uh, you you and your mates, you climb in there. And you uh, just write it. Find a big, big open, open cave. Just put it on a bit of paper. In the spaceship. Uh, And uh, there's all these like eggs. Is it alien? It could be. Oh, And there's okay. all these eggs there. And yeah. you think, oh, one of you goes down on a rope so he can't be helped by the others. And he's Star like, Star Wars. Oh my God, what's going on here? This egg is moving. He's cut his hand off. And then suddenly, like, you, he, you, you lose contact with him, and but you pull him up back on that rope and you take him back to the ship. The, one, you, the one with the ears. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the one that looks like a big scrotum. Uh, yep. And they let him onto the ship. Even yeah, yeah. You say no. You know, he can't come on the ship. He might be infected. Well, I say I'm there. now. Yeah, you yeah. are there. And but the your mate goes no. Fuck you, Ripley. It's quite we're swearing. Let them oh, on. Ripley. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Let you, get him on there. Get him on there. Yeah. Right. And uh, anyway, the thing falls. Who off. put a woman in charge? There's this thing on his face. That's not that's in, in the film. That's what they said. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. me. No, who put? I yeah. say put all the women in they charge. They were they're sexist in the future in space, deep space mining. That's right. They, they yeah. went. We, that's what happens in real life. We went full circle. Yeah. We went back to being that's, sexist that's again. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Even though they hired women to do these jobs. Yeah. But, um, and then there's this big spider thing on his face. It's just it's got his tail wrapped around his neck. So they're like, oh, we can't take him off because it will kill him. He will die. How do they know that though? Oh, science. You can't just say the science. No, they've got a reason. It's Is like, one of them very clever? Oh yeah. Okay. Particularly little fella. One, the little one. Yeah. yeah. He's a bit twitchy as well. Oh, um, that's not his and fault. this spider thing just falls off. It just falls off him and dies. And they're like, oh, he's fine. Look at him. Let's let's feed him, right? And he's oh fucking hell, yeah, I'm hungry. He's eating like mad, drinking yeah. loads of water. Well, don't we that's got to last, so don't go mad. Yeah, well, you know, they're spider gonna, face. Mother's gonna put him back to sleep, you see, in a bit, to go back to Earth. Yeah. So Earth. Um but he's, he just keeps eating and everyone's like, Fucking hell, man, chill out, yeah. And he's oh he's coughing, he's eating, he's he's coughing a bit more, and then suddenly he's convulsing his stomach. Oh, no. And then this big fucking penis just pops out of his what? chest. I don't think it's a covers penis. Covers them all with blood and it's got I, a little penis mouth. I don't think it's a penis. It's, oh, you haven't seen it, have you? No, Clearly. that's true, that's true. Yeah. And it runs off. And you're like, oh shit. The penis runs off. And they they yeah, and uh, so they're like, Well, we better uh get into teams and, you know, have some nets and... Yeah, and someone says, should we sort out the guy that's got a hole in his stomach? Well, they give him a little funeral and shoot him out into space, actually. Right, okay. But it's only a short scene, so... Fine. Uh, and then they go around looking for him with... Um, I'm going to do half the film, by the way. Oh, I go, this yeah. is surely near the end. Yeah, well, not really, actually. Uh, Speed so, it up. So they go and look for it around, this, you know, and then they're going through these... Um, Areas of the ship that you wouldn't know, and one of them wanders Ooh. off to go and get Jonesy the cat. You see Jonesy the cat, they find Jonesy the cat. Might make a tea. Jonesy runs off, and they're like, why'd you let him run away? Because if we leave Jonesy, we might find him again. you have milk? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So keep going, keep going. I'll, I'll get, I am listening. I'll get there in a bit. I am listening. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he, he finds Jonesy, but Jonesy's Sugar. like, no, just normal milk, how I have it every day. 
Yeah. Yeah. In a cup. He, yeah. Or a mug. Uh, pour it in my hands. Can't keep going with the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He finds Jonesy the cat, and Jonesy the cat hisses at him because there's something behind him, and he turns around, and it's this old man, and he says, "Oh, oh, John, do you, welcome this to old, history oh. corner." Well, if I'd have known, I would have stuck around. Now well, your tea's ruined. Did you spill it? No, I just left it. Haven't made. Oh, overbrewed because I was. Was I going on that long? Not really. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The Great Stink. I hope it's a short one. <laughs> I'll run through it. <laughs> the Great Stink. Yes, well, I'm sorry about that, but watch a history corner. It's the history corner. The Great oh, I Stink. See. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. The Great Stink was this, it was an event in central London. It wasn't really an event. <laughs> so the, what, it was advertised and it was a big build-up. Yeah, it was posters. So, yeah. Roll up, get your tickets yeah. for The Great Stink. July and August, 1858. Yeah, you won't want to miss it. <laughs> you can't miss it. You can smell it, it. It will happen to you, regardless. Uh, yeah, it happened in central London, July and August 19, uh, 1858. Oh, that's a long time ago. Uh, during which the hot weather in the summer exaggerated the smell of untreated human waste mm. and industrial effluent that was present on the banks of the River Thames. Mm. Yes, nice. A problem had been mounting for some years with an ageing and inadequate sewer system that emptied directly into the Thames. Yeah, that's what happens, isn't it? Yeah. In 1856, two years earlier... Two years, right. ...London had around 200,000 cesspits... Did it. ...and 360 sewers. Right. right. Some cesspits leaked methane and other gases because it's just build-up of shit. Yes. Right? Uh, which often caught fire and exploded. <laughs> just a shit explosion. This is just exploding shit in the middle of the city. Yeah. That's what you, not what you want, is it? It's not really ideal. Um, Not yeah. on a di- night out. <laughs> While many of the sewers were in a poor state of repair, this combined with the introduction of flushing toilets. Yes, great invention. Yeah, the crapper, Dr. Crapper's invention. Yeah. Uh, and the rising of the city's population from just under 1 million to 3 million in, in like a year. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. Led to more water being flushed into the sewers, along with waste. Therefore, henceforth. Poop- poopy disaster. Yes. Yeah. Uh... Factories, slaughterhouses, other industrial things, just blood and guts and shit being washed into the Thames, combined with poo and wee. Oh, lovely, isn't it? London yeah. doesn't sound like a very nice place to live back then. No. Much of this outflow either overflowed or discharged directly into the Thames. Waste was completely unprocessed as well, of course. There was no processing. So it often stayed barely diluted and in its original physical form. So it's just floaters. Yeah. Com- coming to rest on the banks of the Thames. Ooh. Yeah. In June 1858, so now this is after the great, like the great stink is well into it, right? Because it's hot. Yes, it is hot. The temperatures in the shade in London averaged 34 to 36 that degrees. Is hot in the shade. Yeah, and in direct sunrise, they should have done something about climate change. Well, back then they just. Well, well that was was that COP one? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> minus 50, I think. Yeah, uh, rising to 48 degrees in the sun. That's that's really stupidly hot. Yep. What was going on that year? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's just a very, thin atmosphere. Very hot. All the coal from the... Oh, the hot, hot year of 1858. Combined with an ext- extended spell of dry weather, the level of the Thames dropped. And, of course, that exacerbated the problem because all this stuff was just rested on the now extended banks. Water down. The Thames. Poo up. In a letter to a friend, Charles Dickens said... I can certify that the offensive smells, even in that short whiff, have been of a most head and stomach distending nature. 
I think I should do this in a... I think it means it's not very nice. Not pleasant. Yeah. While the social scientist and journalist George Godwin wrote that, in parts, the deposit is more than six feet deep. Oh, Christ. The whole of this thickly impregnated with impure matter. London really was a shithole. It was a shithole. Literally a shithole. Queen Victoria and Prince Albert attempted to take a pleasure cruise on the Thames. Well, not wise. (laughs) It's not a pleasure cruise. No, but returned to shore within a few minutes because the smell was so terrible. Now, that is something I would have liked to have witnessed. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Oh, fuck, there's a stinks. Oh, Albie, why did we do this? And he's complaining, oh, in Germany, it's so much cleaner. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck you. Clang, slang, clang, clang. <laughs> oh, not again. I've, what more do you want? I named a hall after you. I can't understand you, that silly accent. <laughs> a leading article in the newspaper, The City Press, observed that gentility of speech is at an end. It stinks. And whoso once inhales the stink can never forget it and count himself lucky he lives to remember it. <laughs> Oh, lucky that they lived it, because otherwise... Because it might might kill you. That is that bad. Yeah. Yeah. The standard described the river as a pestiferous and typhus-breeding abomination. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the language they used back then was amazing, wasn't it? They sound familiar. Yes. They're all related (laughs) to the uh, Pots and Bees. Construction on the House of Parliament began in 1837. Mm, Yes, it did. The ones as we know it. There was something before. But yeah, whatever. It was just a bungalow. Yeah, and it was fully completed in 1860. So, but it was being used for about five years before then, when it was a bungalow. So it was right through the main part of the Great Stink. It was the centre of government, and of course, you know where the House of Parliament is, Dave. I do. Yes. Right on the Thames. Right on the river. You can see it if you're on on the river. You can see it. So it was brand you, new. You can see it on the, when you're on the other side of the river, you can still see it. That's right, that's right. Although maybe not then because of all the shitty fog, smog. That's true. Yeah. As you know, they're on the, you know, right in the middle of Westminster, and that was one of the most effective areas. Unsurprisingly, business in Parliament was heavily affected. Yeah. Got this brand new, lovely building. Yeah. Stinks of shit all through it. Can't, no one's visiting the Shard. Can't use it. <laughs> so what they did was they soaked the curtains in lime chloride to combat the smell. Lime chloride? Yeah. Not lime cordial? Like an acid, basically. Okay, don't drink it. Uh, It didn't work. The government were also pouring 200 to 250 tonnes of chalk lime, chloride of lime and carbolic acid into the river. Don't go swimming in it either. And uh, men were employed to spread lime onto the Thames foreshore at low tide at a cost of £1,500 per week. Which uh, affording, uh, you know, within in inflation accounted for, that's £190,615. A week. A week. Yeah. Well, they get ch- get get a cheaper company to do it then, if that's, that's how much right. they're charging. Yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work. No. No. Discussions were held about possibly moving the business of government to Oxford or St Albans. Why those two? Because they're far away. <laughs> well, they could have just said Wales. <laughs> they could have said Wales, yeah. But mm. that's that's in the yeah, that's in the no no don't want to do that. Too far. Too far. Too far. In the, in the in the. Provincial places. Let's give it the green, green grass. Let's give the green, green grass. Finally, the government accepted a proposal from civil engineer Joseph Bazalget to build a new sewer system. Basically, he saved everyone's asses. Did he? Well, their asses were. Well, no, yeah. Saved their noses. From their asses. Mm. So there was like a uh, a window of like 100 metres on both banks of the Thames that was effectively uninhabitable. And people left and went and stayed with relatives because it was impossible to live there. 
as you just get sick from the smell of your own poo. And this is supposed to be a civilised city. Think what we were doing in the 1850s. We were like colonising the whole world, basically. Yeah. In horrible ways. You're not going to leave it like that shit all, are you? <laughs> you can fuck off. So he, he so built this... They said in far, far away lands. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to do fucking that to us, are you, you bastards? think you're going to come over here with... Sort your own fucking arse out first, mate. Dig another fucking trench and shit in that. Get your own arse in order, then you can come over and fucking invade us, all right? <laughs> you give it your best shot anyway, because we'd be fucking ready for you, mate. We'd be really fucking ready for you, pal. All right? Now fuck off. Nice. India. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this guy, Joseph Bazalgette, basically um, is a modern hero that we've forgotten, really. So he was a civil engineer. He built all these things, and, and the level of cholera and typhus outbreaks dropped dramatically. People don't. What's his name? Joseph Basil. There you go. I don't even know his name. Basil. We should remember his name. Yeah. We remember the you know like the, the the telephone man, and the train man. Yes. Don't we? Yes. Their names. Yeah, yeah. But what about the sewage man? <laughs> no one cares. Sewage man. No one cares, do they? No, they don't. No. So his sewage system, sewer system, operates now. Into the 21st century. The light bulb man. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Who actually wasn't... uh, No, it wasn't him. That guy. It was another guy. It was the other guy, yeah. Yeah. It was was Clarence, not Stephen. Yeah. Mm. Uh, That's my history corner. Yeah. The great stink. Shit everywhere in London. It's awful. Not that long ago. Awful moment. Yeah. But thank you. And a lovely build-up to it as well. Yeah. I prefer to kill him. Yes. I just... I forgot we had that. Yeah. Oh, what about the weather, Joe? Oh! Punderful like current puns. A punionated punditress. Punted in the creamy puns. Spraying you with punny spunk. Puns. <sighs> yeah, so. Weather's been bad. What was the name of the first storm again? Storm... Ar- Ar- Aaron? Storm Aaron? <laughs> I don't think it was Storm... Barra was the storm second Graham. one. Storm Graham? Graham, yeah. Terence. I don't know. I don't know. The first storm, uh, there was people got locked in a pub. Yeah. That sounded awful. All the power in Scotland's gone. Yeah. So they're back to the dark ages there. For uh, The other day, I said to you, my phone... Which is only 15 years ago for them anyway. My, my mobile phone went out the other day, didn't it? It did, yeah. And that, and you reckon that might have been due to the storm? Could well have been. Could well have been. Yeah. Depends what network you're on. But So uh, our pun theme, Dave, is... The weather. Or storms, or both. Stormy weather. Or weather. Weather. Stormy weather. Weather. Uh, what yeah. have you got? Hurricane. Oh, I've got that one. you got to say that's it northern, haven't you? It's an obvious one. Yeah. Hurricane. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's a good Yeah. I've got Peppy Rainer. Oh, very nice. Rain. Yeah. Peppy Rainer. Yeah. A Ben White Christmas. I've been dreaming of a. <laughs> Thomas Too Cold. <laughs> it's very t- nice. It's very cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Hailstones. I've got that one as well. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Daily Wind. <laughs> Very good. Is it, is it an occurrence for all of us? Yeah, yeah. Well, particularly, no. Uh, Gail Clichy. I've got that one as well. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's not, I mean, okay. Eden Blizzard. I don't have that one. Uh, it's not, oh, that's it's good. not very good. Well, that's fine. Michelle Storm. <laughs> <laughs> you might try, actually trying it in there. Michelle Storm. Well, it's very stormy. <laughs> yeah. Joe Cold. Very good. Simple, effective. <laughs> yes. And the letter change like in his playing. second name. The letter change in his second name is only one letter in the alphabet away from uh, like it. It's it's numerical. You did that on purpose. That's sure. Yeah, very clever. Sure. Gareth Gale. Gareth Gale. Mark Overcoat. <laughs> Sorry. 
it's all right. Tornaldo. Tornaldo. Yeah. yeah. As in Naldo. Yeah. Gust Poye. <laughs> just a gust. Just a, just gust. a little gust. Yeah. Just a, just a little gust. Yeah. All right. Poye. <laughs> Mikhail and Tornado. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I've run out now because you've done all mine. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Marcos Alonso. Alonso. <laughs> Along came the snow. Yeah, and my last one, I think, uh, I don't know, I just think that, I put it last because I thought you might it's like it. It's your favourite. Ben Chilliwell. Ben Chilliwell. Oh, that's good, yeah. <laughs> ben Ch- he was at Leicester when they won the league. He was at Leicester when Didn't they won really the Didn't really play league. that much Didn't then, really play that they? much then, then. Yeah. Ben. Benjamin. Chilliwell. Benjamin Button. Well, Dave. Chocolate buttons. That's, uh, what's our, t- oh, 50-something minutes. That's Button it. That's fine, yeah. yeah. It button it up that was good yeah i enjoyed that i enjoyed that so we're gonna have a christmas special aren't we are we yeah yes absolutely our next episode our next episode will be the christmas special yeah it will either be uh then or then yeah that's right but it'll be before christmas are we committing to that it's got to be should we try it's a bit rubbish (laughs) if it comes after christmas isn't it (laughs) well well, yeah, we're going to pull out some stops, aren't we? We're going to we're going to go off the normal pattern and do some fun. Yeah, things. we're just not going to plan anything. Mm. Oh, we are going to. Yeah, of course we are. That I'm was going to have joke. to do some legwork. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Look out for that. We'll call it um, a, the Christmas episode. A Christmas Carol Poborski. Yes. How about that? What about a Christmas At Roy Carroll? The Christmas. Yeah. Um, it will. We'll, we will discuss that off air. <laughs> It's Shall boring. We? It's not. I think we should just say goodbye. There's a patreon.com forward slash round the back. Yes, and have a look at us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you f- to our patrons for supporting us this year. It does mean a lot. We and we, w- we are going for a curry tomorrow, but we will not be spending that money on the curry. Please rest assured. Maybe people are getting a bit fidgety about me keep saying we're going to spend our Patreon on curry. Embezzlement. We are not going to spend it on curry. No, we're going to spend it on the internet. Hosting expenses, aren't services, we? Yeah. Um, and if there's any left over, we'll get some poppadoms. Sure. Sarah, see ya. <laughs>